Voice Coaches Radio. Everything voiceover. Hello and welcome once again to Voice Coaches Radio. I'm Warren Garling. And I'm Chris Charling. And this week we get to thank you again for not only listening to our weekly podcast, which I know can be a chore sometimes, <laughs> but, uh, but getting in touch with questions. We're going to answer a few today. And at the end of this podcast, we're going to tell you how you can get in touch with us and uh, ask us your questions or make topic suggestions so we can make you famous as well. That's right. We appreciate the fuel because without you guys... We're totally up the creek. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so go ahead, Chris. Who'd we hear from first? Uh, yeah, recently we heard from Irina in Michigan, who is working on her marketing and branding. And she asked us for help in describing her voice so that she could write a short paragraph that she wants to use in her cover letters, in her emails, and on her website. Well, let, let me jump in here right away and just mention that in all my years in voice acting, and we're not going to say how many that is because I'm starting to look at 400. Uh, yeah, right. It's in that range. Uh, I don't think I've ever been asked by anyone to actually describe my voice. Right. You know, uh, here, here's the deal. First of all, if you're talking to the person, they kind of get an idea of what your voice is like. Yeah. You know, now if it's like what Irina's looking forward to, and that is sending information through cover letters and emails and, and on our website, you, you again, don't really need to try to describe your voice because what you're doing in that cover letter is saying attached is, uh, well, if it's an email, you're saying attached is the MP3 file. Right. If you're um, sending them a letter, you're saying, and you can listen to me right now on my webpage, here it is. Mm-hmm. And so uh, since folks can actually listen to what you sound like moments after you've introduced yourself, you don't really have to try to describe your voice to them. And you and you can't really. You can't. Like, no, you, no, you can't it's true. actually describe a voice. Like, I, I, I have a tough time. Yeah. I remember when I was a kid and I was growing up and I'd read about music and you'd read this review of this album and you'd go listen to it and you're like, that's not at all. Like, what, what are you going to do? Hearing, you yeah. can use automatopias to describe sounds like splash or thump, you know, like <laughs> that sort of thing works. But like so many things that people use to describe their voices, like when you when you read a voice description on, on someone's website, it's very vague, broad stuff, you know, right. smooth, conversational, confident. My advice is always to use it, make it more about your work ethic, about what, why you're the right person for the job. Um, if there's any relevant personal history that you've got, you know, mm-hmm. um, professionally trained as a paramedic, I'm comfortable with medical terminology. There you go. Or with, you know, 20 years of communications background. I, I'm, I'm very sure not good at... <laughs> giving you this example, but you know what I mean. Right. Now, well, Irina is a perfect example. She she entered this because it's something she's always wanted to try to do, and she's very good at it, but really has no experience in, in this area. And so I suggested to her that talk about the experience that you'd like. Talk about the areas that you think you have some strength in and that you'd like to move towards. So perfect voice for uh, for narrations of children's material or, or you know, um, I, I'm really into to educational narrations or yeah. whatever it might be that you think you might want to go toward. Or again, keep it kind of generic and say, I'm the person for your job, professionally trained, ready to go. I'm not going to charge you an arm and a leg. Right. You know, there are many different ways to do that. Yeah. It's a good idea to steer people, right? If there's something that you feel that your voice is a really good fit for, you know, like you were saying, I'm the perfect fit for this kind of thing. Because that way that's going to, as they're listening to it, they can start picturing, oh yeah, yeah, I can sure. totally hear that. You and know? of course, if you're sending this in a cover letter or an email of 
of sorts, it can change, all right? If you know yeah. that what you're applying for you know, is with a company that's going to have you doing narrations and not commercials, obviously you're going to talk about your strengths in those areas. As a narrator. Yeah. So, uh, so that's, that's the way to go there. So when you're trying to come up with a voice description, don't think about um, uh, particularly describing your voice, but what your voice is good for, what you have experience doing, or yeah. what you'd like to be doing. Yeah. That makes sense? Yeah, all just right. like three or four sentences about the And you that's know, all you need, exactly. The, it's really more of an about me thing. That, yeah, that's kind yeah. of always the way that I, I describe and, it. And I heard you just use the word entice. What you're trying to do is, of course, uh, entice the listener to listen, yeah, obviously, draw them in. To, to that uh, you know that demo track. Yeah. yeah. I like to I like on mine, I say, see if you can spot the secret hidden profanity. Because <laughs> it's not on there. It makes them listen really closely. I, I, I like that. <laughs> we also heard from uh, Emily in Massachusetts about the graphics she's thinking of using for her branding. She wrote to Chris and said, hi, Chris. So she was right from the start. She got the right guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm working on business card designs, and I want to be sure. Let's see. Let me try to read this the way she wrote it. I'm working on business card designs, and I want to make sure I know what I'm talking about before I fall in love with any images or layouts. The engineers typically use condensed microphones inside the booth, right? Pretty sure that's the kind I saw behind the pop filter when I was recording my demo. And yes, she is correct. Yes, that that, that part is correct. But the part that we want to talk to you about is the use of microphones in your graphics. No. (laughs) It's getting old. Yeah. We're very used to associating that with voice actors. Obviously, that is the tool that you use as your trade. But we've seen so many marketing materials from so many voice actors over so many years with so many microphones on it. That's true. I think something that that isn't that is going to catch people's attention much more. And I'm, I am not, I I can make no claim to be visually gifted at all. I don't know if what color the dress is, if it's actually blue and black or yellow and white. (laughs) I have no idea. Visually, I've got nothing. But I do know that there is a difference between things that are dynamic and things that are static. And and there has been this static image of microphones and marketing materials for voice actors yeah. for as long as there's been voice actors and microphones. There you go. Well, I, I sit uh, just a couple of uh, cubicles away from Kiki Vasilakis, and I just mentioned that name because I like saying the name. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, uh, Kiki, uh, a nice Irish girl, uh, as you can tell by her last name. Uh, <laughs> she is terrific at helping people uh, design things. She's our art director here. And she is great at talking with um, folks that she's working for and drawing out from them what can work visually for them. She talks about favorite colors and hobbies and you know the background of the person and such. And what she's doing, obviously, is coming up with a unique brand for that person. And that's the key, is, is a brand. Yes. Something that sticks out in people's memories. Because like I said, we see microphones all the time. <laughs> yeah, they, right. They're just going to blend into the rest of them. If right. you have something like, you know, a bird attacking a, a set of dominoes <laughs> or like a fire truck uh, flying through the clouds, I love how you come <laughs> up with these off the top of your head. <laughs> I, you know, I was always told that I had a pretty good imagination. Well, you do, you do. In, in school. But, you know, like those are the kinds of things that people are going to remember. Exactly. I'm thinking of using these big uh, yellow arches. Yeah? Um, yeah. You know, like they're kind of golden. Man, I'm what getting do you think? hungry. I'm getting really hungry here. <laughs> but that's the, that's the point, right? Yeah, you know, exactly. like something that, that draws an association to you, that, that distinctly calls to you, to what you are and what you do. 
do. There you go. As opposed to microphones, they're they're less than a dime a dozen. They're like a, a penny a dozen. There you go. Well, point. here's what my business card currently has on it, and I've got one in my pocket if you want me to show Chris so he knows I'm, I'm telling the truth. <laughs> Mine actually looks a lot more 21st century because it's got some sound wave files on it. Mm-hmm. Okay, So it looks like your computer when you're recording yourself. Yeah. All right, And I just thought, wow, that's a lot more 21st century than a microphone ever thought of being. Yeah, I think that the thing is, you know, that, that you're saying and what I'm saying is, is put some thought into it. Yeah. I'll, I'll give you another example. There was a guy that I worked with a few years ago who was the audio director at this video game studio where I worked. And he had a tattoo on his arm, going up his forearm. And it was two black bars next to each other, then a big space, and then three black bars next to each other, and then a big space, and then another two black bars, and then a big space, and another three black bars. It was this pattern of black bars. And I'm looking at it, I'm trying to figure out what it is. And all of a sudden it dawns on me. His arm is a piano keyboard. <laughs> so it's, it's the pattern of the sharps and flats. Yeah. Um, so, you know, like clever imagery, you know, like if you're someone who's been thinking of getting a tattoo, if that's something that you think of, that's the kind of thing that you want to put on your demo, not not just a microphone. And, I agree. And also, um, I know we've said this, this is probably us drilling this into the, the ground at this point, but don't <laughs> put your picture on any of your marketing yes, materials. Yes, yes. That's a question that did come up with a student a couple of days ago, and uh, and she was not terribly surprised by you know, how I responded to her, but um, it's true. The idea here is that what you've developed is a demo that is timeless in some ways as far as being able to tell. I should say, and I don't want timeless. I, I want, um, it doesn't identify you in any other way except by your voice. Right. Okay. So why ruin that? If exactly. you are a 65-year-old woman, but you sound like a 35-year-old younger woman, uh, you know, voice-wise, voice-age-wise, yeah. th- then why limit yourself to pieces that are going to be for older people when you can sound younger? And vice versa. Okay. Yeah. If you're a young person just starting out, but you can, your voice sounds much more mature. Why let people know that you're only 21 when you can sound like a 35 year old? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, uh, you know, don't now there's an exception to this and I'll only say it because I've done this myself. I did some on camera work for a while, worked in television and did uh, some, um, you know, uh, video narrations where I'm on the video. But you're marketing yourself as both. That's what I was doing. Exactly. So I did have my, my face uh, on my demo for a while. While I have since removed it because I don't look like that guy anymore. <laughs> right, you gotta bring we, that beard we keep back. Changing, yeah. Well, that's one thing too. Yeah, <laughs> I don't have a beard any longer. I think the thing I always say when this comes up, and, and no offense to you, Warren, because you have done this, but um, whenever someone says, you know, should I include my my, my picture, or, or, or they show me a business card with their picture on it, I say, have you ever seen a radio DJ? <laughs> Like my mother told me growing up, you have the perfect face for radio. Yeah. 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 There's that joke exists for a reason because like, you know, when you're growing up, you hear these amazing voices on the radio and you're like, man, that I'm just the image of, of what the, you know, what the person is and what the place is totally different. And, and and you don't want to let that work against you. You don't want someone to go, well, obviously she's too young for this job. Obviously he's too old for this job. Yeah. That was actually my first shock when I went to my first radio station. Now I was only 10 years old. And I walked into the station having listened to that radio station for a while. You're picturing I, like this I'm like picturing space this age fortress. Exactly. Yeah. With you know, huge studios and yep. and you know lots of microphones and you know all this stuff. Or and like I walk 
I'm picturing it's going to look like the set of Star Trek. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Because that's the image you get in your head when you're listening to, to, to folks like that. And keep in mind, this is back in the day where you didn't see pictures of, of radio stations a lot. I walk into the place, and first of all, it's a little bit bigger than the booth I'm standing in right now. Uh-huh. And uh, and there's you know obviously the the control room, you know the control board in front of you and such, and a couple of turntables at the time. But bottom line is, even down to the voice of the DJ, I couldn't believe it was coming from this little guy that was sitting there behind the microphone. Yeah, and and that's the whole idea behind voice acting as well. Don't let your reality mess with the what's been pictured in the person's mind as to where that voice is coming from. Yeah, I mean, I've had the same reaction. Like, the, the, I was very lucky to, yeah, a few years back, my band got what we thought was a big break. We were going to get interviewed on the radio. So we walk in, there's this, like, you know, this, there's this entryway with all of their awards and stuff, and right. it's really grand, and you're like, wow, this is pretty cool. And then they open the door, and it's this sea of cubicles and gray and despair and broken <laughs> dreams. And, you know, oh, good. Mouse traps everywhere. <laughs> you know, some guy sleeping under his desk. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm exaggerating. Sure. But, you know, the point is, there's the phrase theater of the mind that's it you know yeah. let your let your voice be the thing that opens the door and let, let that be what makes the impression not not your your picture all right we got one more question let's get to this it's from julian in maryland who wrote us a very nice email about how much he enjoys our weekly marketing tips especially when we interview professionals having success at voice acting which we love to do um but he hasn't heard us talk lately about when it's time to update your demo and i, I don't think it is something we've talked about of late so yeah. let's let's spend a few minutes uh and, and there's no real rule of thumb, Chris, but there are some things we can suggest. Yeah, I think one of the things to, to really focus on is, do you listen to your demo and go, man, my voice doesn't sound like that anymore? Yeah. You know, uh, for me, I had the same demo for a long time and I just made a new one. If your voice has changed or do you feel that your experience level has improved? Like if you've hit a new plateau where if you listen to your demo and you go, wow, I could be doing so much better. Or, or I, I am so much better because a lot of times you don't take the time to review. You send it mm-hmm, out there. Mm-hmm. You're, you're focused on the work that you're doing. You're focused on getting new clients and you, you take a minute, you know, you're like, I wonder what it is. You know, you have that moment where you have that little bit of reflection right before you send out the email and you're like, mm-hmm. whoa, that's what I've been using. You know, um, <laughs> then it's time. If, if you look at it and you objectively can go, you know what, um, this, this is an eight. I can do a 10. You know, yeah, there you if, go. Sure. if that is the, the reaction. That and, you have. and we have a tendency, obviously, because we've been listening to it for months or maybe even years in some cases, we have a tendency to think that it's old, it's it's overused. Yeah. And yet keep in mind that some people you're sending this to, most people you're sending it to have never heard it before, never heard your demo before. Right. So just, you know, think about that. You know, it gets tight. You get tired of it, but the, the person that's going to be listening to it is hearing it for the very first time. Um, one thing that you can watch out for is the content of uh, maybe the text that you're reading. Is it dated in, in any way, shape, or form? Or is there a, a spot on there for answering machines, which we really don't <laughs> think about buying anymore, yeah. uh, or uh, VCRs? Or, you know, or I using mean, an AOL keyword to search. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. Exactly. <laughs> um, obviously, then you've got some dated uh, material going on there, and you want to replace uh, that. Now, that brings up another point. Do you do the whole demo over again, or do you just uh, tweak what you got? 
You got to look at what you have. You yeah. know, if you've got something that's for a really well-known client, like if you've got some regional work that people recognize, you know, instantly, yeah. obviously that's something that you might want to consider preserving. Sure. Um, I think there's also, you can make a lot of arguments for what goes on there, right? You could say, well, I want to show that I've been around for a while and go, oh, this is stuff that people remember from five, 10 years ago or, you know, two years ago. Um, it, it depends on, you, you do have to think about it. You know, yeah. you do have to, to judge the content that's there and say, what is this doing that's really going to make a big difference for me? If it doesn't do anything for you, then then yeah, that's something, that's a, that's a place where you can move that stuff out. But I would urge you to sit down with it, make a list, write down, okay, the opening piece. Is this really setting the right tone yeah. here from the jump? What what are all of these pieces doing objectively to highlight me as a voice actor? Last time I updated mine, it was just an update. I did not redo both tracks. I actually just added a couple of new things and I put them toward the beginning because like you say, they were kind of regional in scope. And I thought that they would, uh, you know, resonate with the listener. So I changed my first couple of pieces, but I left the rest of it alone. Yeah. And um, and again, you can do it that way as well. But don't just change it for change's sake. If it's been a couple of years, that doesn't mean it's still not as viable as it was when you first did right. you know, your demo. And keep the old one around too. Your demo is just like we always say it's your audio resume. So depending on the type of work that you're going for, you might wind up having this type of commercial demo that is, you know, showing your voice doing this one thing, or you might have a different kind of, kind of commercial demo that's showing your, your range, but keep all that stuff around, you know, keep an inventory of it and weigh the positives of, of every change that you make, because there's going to be something where, you know, you're going to put, put together a demo and, and go, well, oh, okay. And then you'll put together another one where you go, Oh, everything clicks. It's all firing on, you know, sure. it's firing on all cylinders right now. But keep in mind, I have found this to be the case. There's really no such thing as the perfect demo. Nope. Uh, it, it just doesn't happen. Yeah. The one I'm using, I think, works for me, and it gets me work. But um, is it perfection? No. And, and we're always striving for that. We're always looking for something to, to make it better, and there's nothing wrong with that. But it also doesn't mean you should be tweaking it constantly, right. uh, spending the time or, in some cases, the money uh, you know, to do that. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you to uh, all uh, the listeners that sent us some information. You know, sent us some questions. I should say uh, this week. Irina in Michigan, Emily in Massachusetts, Julian in Maryland. Great hearing from you guys. Have you ever heard anyone say they've been lucky in their career? If you look a little deeper, you'll often find that it wasn't really luck, but positioning, being ready, educated, or trained to take advantage of being in the right place at the right time. And that's why at the end of each of our podcasts, you hear us talk about getting a formal introduction to the business of voice acting through one of our Getting Paid to Talk adult education classes. We offer this fun evening through universities, colleges, schools, and recreation programs throughout the U.S. and Canada, and we could be coming to your area soon. That is right. The week of March 30th. We're covering Connecticut with classes. I want more C's in this sentence. <laughs> offered in more than a dozen locations, including Branford, Thomaston, Newtown, Cheshire, Woodbury, Enfield, Falls Village, Manchester, New London, Farmington, Milford, Simsbury, and Ledyard. All right. Well, also did a nice job on that. That's not easy. <laughs> That's a lot of places. We're going to be basically everywhere you can in, be. Yeah, in Connecticut. in Connecticut, you can't turn around without tripping over one of our guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll also be in Atlanta, Georgia, Providence, Rhode Island, Boston, Massachusetts, and. Memphis, Tennessee. Going to be a busy week that week. Yeah. All you have to do to find out when we'll be near you this spring is call our toll-free number 866-887-2834. Or shoot us an email at podcast at voicecoaches.com where you may also feel free to, as these wonderful folks have done, send us your comments, your questions, your topic suggestions for our wonderful weekly podcast. Remember to rate us if you're listening through iTunes and follow us on Twitter and like us on Facebook. Sounds good to me. 
I'm going to go do that right now. Okay. I'm going to like us on Facebook. Didn't you do that last? Do you like like us, then unlike us, then follow yeah, that, us, then that's unfollow That's what us? I do, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I do that. It, it's, you know, builds up. In radio, that's called building up your quarter hour listening. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we won't go there. Anyway, had some fun this week, and hopefully we'll have the same next. Join us then. Visit voicecoaches.com for more voiceover news and information. Everybody ready? Uh, yeah, I think so. <laughs> You're looking around for other people. <laughs> hey, here's an idea. We could, what? Um, this, this is, I don't know how we would work this out, but some podcasts do a live version of what they do in front of an audience. I don't know if we could ever work something like that out, but you just made me think of that. Yeah, I'm not sure if I'd, uh, I don't know how comfortable I'd be doing that. No? Yeah, you know, it's one thing you and I standing here lying to people, but it's another thing <laughs> in front of real people. That's true. That's true. <laughs> And she asked us for help in describing her voice so that we, so that so she actually yes. <laughs> mess with the, what's been pictured in the person's mind as to, you know, where that voice is coming from. Yeah. 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 And uh, I lost my point. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. It's over there. Oh, go there get it. Thomaston, Newton, Cheshire, Woodbury. Okay, you got to go back. It's Newtown. Newtown. Ah! I, I think you did that once before. Too. Curses, Newtown. All you have to do is to find out where we're going to... Yeah, let's try that again. Uh, remember, if you're enjoying the... Remember, if you're enjoying the... Why don't I just stick to what's on the page? You know, uh, because I don't either. Yeah. Half the time I say to myself, why don't you just read what you wrote? That would have <laughs> solved all these problems. Yeah, right. <laughs>